Welcome to the Next Level Leadership Small Business Owner Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Vizanar. In this podcast, you'll learn the strategies, processes, and mindset to take you, your teams, and your organization to the next level. Hello, and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Ben Vizanal, and today's episode is all about answering the question, are small business owners irrational? And I'm here to tell you the answer is yes. Small business owners are irrational. We are, and I put myself in that box because I am a small business owner. And I say that because, let's be honest, we make decisions based off of fear, wants, desires, and of course, emotions. And that, unfortunately, sometimes leads us down a path to not make the best decisions, right? Sometimes irrational decisions. I recently sat down with Jeff Redondo to discuss that very topic of why business owners are irrational. And he gives us some of his best tips on, when it comes to financing, how to sort of mitigate those irrational uh, processes and irrational decisions. Uh, Jeff Redondo is the co-founder and managing partner at Invictus Advisors, a bi-national financial consulting firm whose mission is to be a strategic partner for business owners to make better financial decisions. And with that, let's listen in on the episode. Jeff, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you very much. I really appreciate it, Ben. Hey, we're so glad to have you. You've got some very interesting topics. Uh, Jeff, for our listeners that don't know who you are, tell us a little, little bit about what you do and who it is that you serve. Sure. So my name is Jeff Redondo. We, I am co-owner of, or co-founding owner and managing partner of Invictus Advisors. We are a full-service accounting CFO, outsourced CFO firm. And we actually, our main core clients are people that are over six figures and seven, figure, seven figures. We help them um, manage the cash flow problems and really help them get a handle on their business to help them move their their business forward. Well, and I've, I've had some accounts or some tax advisors on the, on the show before, and you've had some, some really interesting topics that you brought up, and I thought they were very, very, very interesting and very uh, timely for, for our particular uh, audience and the small business owners. And in particular, you talked sort of about money mindset, and then the other one I liked a lot was, you know, business owners are irrational. Um, I'd love to talk about one of those two. Which, which, which do you find to be more important in today's marketplace? I think with, um, you know, with everything that's going on during, you know, this, during this time period, you know, business owners, you know, my belief is that business owners are irrational, you know, because a lot of times they'll start, making, they'll start making decisions based on their gut or they'll start making business decisions on what's, you know, the hottest trend right now or the, the newest thing that's, um, that's going on in business and then they forget about, you know, what they've developed, the, the future that they look for their business. Um, and so they're always bouncing through several different types of emotions, just trying to grab straws to figure out what works. <laughs> yeah, uh, especially when money starts getting tight, uh, you know, small business owners, and really even large business owners, CEOs, they start making some, some bad decisions that just defy logic. I, I could tell you some stories. I'm sure you have a few. How do you help your clients sort of drill down to the, the core financial issues and start making more rational decisions? 
I think part of it is really trying to have people under get a control of their emotions when they're when it comes when it's when we're talking about money. Um, a lot of times, what we what what not only just business owners but people in general when they lose their job or when they lose a big client or when they um, have something that they're struggling with, they get sucked down into this hole of like, what am I going to do? How am I going to handle it? What am I going to do next? They really have no clarity on how they're going to move forward. And a lot of times what we do is we have to um, break their break their mindset around that so that they're able to start getting clear clear guidance on that. So, for example, if let's say you've lost your job recently and you have your mortgage rent, you have your mortgage or your rent to pay, you start freaking out about, like, how am I going to pay for it? How am I going to pay for it? Um, so then what happens is that you don't see all the resources that are around you. Um, you know, time after time, when I see people online that are looking for work, they're like, I'm looking for a job, but I'm not going to do this, 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 <laughs> this, this, or this. And... Um, so one of the things that we talk to people about is being able to open your mind a little bit, being able to look at the other top of their opportunities and other resources to really be able to help yourself get out of this a financial difficulty. I uh, I think that's kind of and that's that's kind of really spot on with you know we're in the middle of here we're recording this at the beginning of May and um, we're in the middle of all this coronavirus mess and I see. I'm obviously a member of several groups, small small business owner groups, and I'm seeing a lot of them, especially here in the South, which is where I live. Uh, you know, we're we're going to open on Monday, we're going to open on you know next Friday, and they're really driving home because they're stressed out. Obviously, they they haven't been able to get these uh, the resources, or they haven't made you know good use of those resources, like you said, and and they just want to open. Like that's 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 all they know because that's how they've always made money, and they're stressing out. They're you know they think they're going to lose their house, lose their business. And I'm watching these people just implode and, and make really, really irrational decisions. And, um, uh, you know, like I said, there's some resources out there, not just during the coronavirus, but on the norm, that can maybe help you make better decisions and or, you know, maybe may give you an alternative decision. People just aren't using that. Why do you think people do that? Why do they have such – I mean, I think it's, to me it's obviously driven by fear to some extent, and fear obviously makes us make bad choices. But what do you think, why do you think it is that people do that? I think it's I think it's partly fear and it's partly comfort. You know, people are so you know um, happy with what they're doing, or you know they like things a certain way, and this is the way it has to be. And so when things aren't that way anymore, they freak out and they legit, they just don't know what to do. I got off a call a couple a uh, couple days ago with a business owner. She owns a small photography studio, and I, she says, you know, I'm really struggling right now. And I said, well, what's your biggest expense? And she said, my studio. And I said, well, why are you keeping your studio? And she says, well, I like, I like the ability to control the environment when I'm taking photos. And I said, did you take photos before, controlled environment before? And she's like, yeah, but I just didn't like it. And I wanted to say, like, so what's more important to you, liking the business that you're in or what that you're that you're doing, or being able to survive, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so she, and you know, she she was like, well, I guess I'll just close my business then. And I said, well, maybe that's the right choice for you. 
you know, because if people aren't willing to change, you know, they're so stuck in what they've been doing that they can't look at other opportunities around them, then they're never going to be able to grow as a business or they, they're not going to be able to see every possibility that's out there. You know, a good example is in a restaurant here in San Diego. Um, they're closed. It's only to go orders. But what they've been doing is they've been um, selling basically take-home baskets of essentials. So, like, they would put together, like, um, a basket for, like, a, a, um, a week's worth of food, and then they would sell that, right? Or they would, they had sold, like, um, this particular restaurant caters towards, um, it's, it's, uh, it, it caters towards dogs and pet owners. And so they would actually create a, a box that you could actually take home for your dog and, you know, give him a little treat. So they've actually added different revenue, generating revenue, generating different, generating different generating revenue sources to be able to supplement the, the income that they've lost. And I think that's brilliant. You know, that's what you've got to do as a business owner. You have to still, and it's all related to food still. It still stays within their niche, you know. And so it's really, it's really helped them grow their businesses in this time of, um, in, in this particular time. Yeah. Sounds like you need to drink a water, my friend. You're getting hoarse. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't, I don't know yeah, allergy, allergies are killing me right now. So I'm, I'm constantly having to use eye drops and drink water because my throat's itchy. And, uh, of course, if you cough and, or sneeze in the public now, they look at you like you're crazy. Um, there's something that yeah, you said yeah, that right. really, yeah, yeah. So something you said that really stood out to me. And when you said, she kept her studio because she didn't like the other way. When people use that word like and they can't really verbalize their decision, that tells you to me, obviously I got a background in psychology, that that's really an emotional decision. And that's where I think a lot of people in general, but especially small business owners, get really caught up in making bad decisions. Is they make emotional decisions that are driven by what they think they want or what they like instead of what they need and what they need to do for themselves and for their business. Have you seen a lot of that? Yeah, and that's, and that's true. You know, um, there's so many business owners that now is the time to push instead of pull. You know, you need to, you know, be more, um, you need to do more instead of doing less. And so many business owners are so like, well, I'm just going to get things situated and get things fixed during this time and then, when I get back out there, everything will be perfect so that when I, when I start my business again, everything will run perfectly. But now is the time where you actually need to start finding more clients. Now is the time where you need to start going to do new revenue streams. Now, now is the time where you need to be more proactive. Now is the time is to do different things that you may not have had time to do before. Like one of the things that we're doing um, with our business is we're doing daily um, what we're calling lunch with the sharks and they're basically a a facebook live with our cfo who's talking about business business consulting and business finances and how to really make your business move forward and that's something that we wouldn't um we're doing that daily and we were doing it only like i think it was like bi-weekly or something like that and now we're doing it daily and it really has helped grow the business. You know, it's getting us in front of more people because people are on Facebook more. People are really having conversations more with um, one-on-one. 
and that's really been a um, that's really been good for us. And so the only reason why we've been able to do that is because we um, we've had the quote unquote extra time <laughs> instead of having to commute and you know get to the office and all that stuff to do that. So um, you know the best some of the best advice that I give to, to give the business owners right now is instead of pulling back, you need to push forward. So, so this Facebook group, is it a group that you have or is it just a live thing you do for, for like your uh, followers? It's, we do it a live book in our followers. You can actually visit our uh, Facebook at uh, Invictus Advisors, which is our Facebook page. So if you just type in Invictus okay. Advisors in that Facebook, you'll be able to see us there. That sounds pretty cool. And like you said, we've got a lot of free time if you're sitting at home. So um, I don't see any reason why people shouldn't in, partake in that. And it sounds like it's very valuable. So I'll make sure I'll link that in the in the show notes, something else you talked about a little mm-hmm. earlier, and you kind of uh, obviously alluded to, to it just now, is change. You know, people, small business owners, too, are really reluctant to change. And I'll share a personal story. When well, I had a business back in 08, when, the, of course, the uh, economy took a big dive. And at that time, was the biggest, you know, recession uh, since the Depression. I'm not sure if this one's going to beat it or not. I, I don't think the verdict's in yet. But uh, I had a great business, was rocking along, and, and it struggled and it failed. And I blame that. That recession, obviously, but looking back now in hindsight, that was obviously 12 years ago. I tell myself I could have, I could have actually been successful. The reason why I did not continue on and wasn't successful, uh, one is I made excuses, but the biggest one, of course, is I didn't want to change. I could have changed my business model and been very, very successful. Uh, I'd have struggled during that time, obviously, but I've, I would have come through it and continued to be successful. But I just stuck to the old way, and you, that's what you said earlier. So I stuck to the old way of doing business in the old processes and selling the same things. And I just refused to change. And if I had maybe changed just a little, we probably wouldn't be having this conversation. I'd be doing something else. But um, I think that's a big, a big fear for people or not even a fear. Just, they just, they don't want to change. They're resistant to it. Right. And that's, and I think that's the most important is that people are so scared of change. They don't know what to do. You know, I'm they I'm just, I just started a, um, a book about, uh, Jeff Bezos and about Amazon and mm-hmm. he, they, you know, like I said, I just started it. And so, but one of the things they first started, they first kind of opened the book with that is about how Amazon really changed the, changed the market of how we buy things. Right. And it, for them, it was really change that helped them grow because they're constantly changing, you know, and if as a business you're like, hey, we're just going to keep things the same, we're just going to enjoy what we're doing, you know, we're just making good money, and we're just, we're just kind of living, then, you know, do you really have a business? Or do you have a job? <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, you own a job. Because, That's all you, own, you own a job, <laughs> not a business. Right. If you're just maintaining everything and you're just maintaining what you do and you're just maintaining your customers and you're just maintaining your business, what happens if you're not there anymore? Right? Then what? Yeah, it's not a business. <laughs> you, know, you were the sales, business, right? It's, yeah, it's not a business. You know, the best the best example I can come up with, uh, the best example I have is like a real estate agent. You know, real estate agents are like, oh, I have a business. I'm self you know, I'm self employed. Like, no, you don't have a business, right? Because a business is actually be able to being able to function without you. Right, mm-hmm. and unless you have a team of people underneath you that are actually selling houses for you, then yes, you have a business. 
But if you're just a one, if you're just a real estate agent that's just going out there and just doing your thing, you don't have a business because if you're not making, you're, you're not selling houses, no, you're not bringing in money. Yeah, yeah. You, um, you, if you take a vacation, you're not making, you know, your business kind of stops. You're not making any money. Kind of a good point. So, what are your, um, what are your, what are your, you know, top two or three tips when we talk about um, mindset of business owners and, you know, in their relationship with money and/or their uh, their irrational decision-making processes. What tips do you do you have for our listeners? Sure. Yeah. The first one I would say is that if you start going down this whole uh, emotional um, <laughs> the emotional black hole about where your business is going or you know where your finances is going, the first one that I can that that I would say to you to immediately stop feeling stressed out, overwhelmed. Um, and paralyzed around your financials is to start thinking about gratitude, right? So what happens is that in the U.S., there's if you're making more than $32,000 a year, you're in the top 1% of the entire world, of the planet, right? And so wow. even, if, even, if you're just, even if you're just barely making it, you're mainly breaking by, most people, I think, have a roof over their heads, right? Most people have clean water to drink. Some people, you know, have, most people have indoor toilets. Most people have clothes on their back, right? So when you put it in that perspective, like not being able to go out, this, out to eat this week or not getting your daily Starbucks is nothing, right? And when you just step mm-hmm. back a little bit and look at it from that perspective, then you don't wallow in this like, oh my God, my life is miserable, right? Sure. So that would be the first step. Negative. Right, right. Okay. And the the second tip that I would have for you is imagine the worst case scenario and then deal with it. So for example, if like let's say you lost your job and you don't have any money coming in, right? Like, what's the worst thing that'll happen? Okay, the worst thing that'll happen is I'll be homeless. Now, will you really be homeless, right? You mean you couldn't couch surf with, you know, with friends and family and relatives and, or, you know, you couldn't reach out to somebody within your network and be like, hey, I really need a place to, to stay. Like, these things are all like, we talk about resourcing. You talk about going out there and, you know, um, reaching out to other people. And the third tip that I would say is develop your connections. And what I mean by that is if you are um, struggling and you need to find a job, the best way you can do that is by talking to people, right? Don't necessarily tell them that you, have a jo- that you are looking for a job, but connect with people because not only does the connection help you get out of that sense of like, I feel overwhelmed. I'm not going to be able to do anything to this place of, hey, you know what? Things aren't as bad. Let me, let me talk to so-and-so and maybe they have a, ref- a referral for me. Or maybe I'll talk to so-and-so and a conversation will be brought up about a new business venture. Or let me, you know, talk to my mom and see if she has things around the house for me to sell, right? So there's, there's opportunity in connection. With other connecting with other people, and that I think 
would this really help people um, stop feeling that they have to do it on their own, which they don't. No, those are all very, very awesome tips. And I, I have used the gratitude. I have a, I don't use it, I hate to say it consistently, but I have a sort of a gratitude journal. And I'm saying when I start feeling down or beating myself up, uh, it really makes a huge difference just to write down three things at the end of every day and do that for a few days and you'd be amazed how much that changes your outlook on the situation. No doubt about it. Yeah, and so yeah, and you know, it's funny because you know I I sometimes think that the word gratitude is over is a little overused in a, in a lot of ways, but I think it's not necessarily that's the be, I guess that's the best word that I come up with. It's it's um, a lot of times you know it's about just recognizing what you currently have, you know. And it may not be the best, and it may not be the best car, and it may not be the best house, and it may not be the best this, but just understanding, you know, um, that this is where you are, that this is where you are in life, and that you're only, you're, you know, anybody that has that perception will be able to move on, move up from there. I agree with you, sir. As we start to wind down, uh, is there anything else you think that our listeners might benefit from that maybe we haven't covered or that we glazed over that you'd like to bring up? No, I don't think so. I think, you know, one of the, the my biggest takeaways, I think, from this time, you know, for the listeners is making sure that um, you understand there are resources out there, right? Not just the ones that are in the media, you know, like the, the different types of SVA loans and stuff like that, but, you know, there's opportunities with other business owners, there's opportunities with other people, there's opportunities everywhere. You know, this is, you know, America is the land of opportunity, and so we have to take advantage of that. And so um, don't get stuck into this, like, this uh, mental trap of, you know, things are horrible. It's about reevaluating them and really trying to look around to see what what resources are out there for you. I agree, sir. For our listeners that want to learn more about who you are and what you guys do, where is a uh, good place to find you, or where can they get more resources to learn about you? Sure, you can actually yeah visit our website at invictus-advisors.com um, is our main website. And then if you actually want to sit down with me and talk a little bit about your emotions and um, how your finances, how you're dealing with finances around your emotions, I'm doing a free 30-minute um, financial emotional review. So you can actually visit our website, invictus-advisors.com backslash emotions to actually sign in for that free for that free consult. Excellent. I'll make sure I put that in the show notes. Um, Jeff, I thank you so much for your time today. I think you, we had a lot of great content here today on, on the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And for our listeners, I hope you learned at least one thing today that will help take you to the next level. Hey, thanks for listening today. For more episodes, make sure to click the subscribe button below and check out our blog for other impactful information that might be of interest to you at vizanaconsulting.com forward slash blog. That's Vizana, V as in victory, E-Z-I-N-A, consulting.com slash blog. If you have a question or would like to suggest a topic for a future episode, you can email us at podcast at vizanaconsulting.com. That's podcast at vizanaconsulting.com. I'm your host, Ben Vizanaw, and I'll see you next time on the Next Level Leadership and Small Business Owner Show.